This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, ECRG here, and today we're going to be talking about how you should feel about mergers and acquisitions in the CRO space. Roll the intro. Hey guys, ECRG here, and we're going to be talking about how you should feel about mergers and acquisitions, particularly in the CRO space. Now, we've had a good amount of mergers and acquisitions in recent history. We've had LabCorp buying Covance. We've had the INCN Inventive merger. And we also had one more recently announced where Capital Management is buying ParXL. I mean, Pamplona Management is buying ParXL. So that one doesn't really count for the sakes of this conversation because that is not a uh, CRO that is buying another CRO or a pharma company that's buying another CRO. That's a wealth management firm that is buying a CRO. So that one doesn't really count for the sakes of this conversation. But the other two and all the other ones where a pharma company or another CRO is buying or merging with another CRO. And the point here is, how, how should you think about the merger and acquisition? What does that really mean to you? And I want you to think about this in three separate ways. First of all, are you an employee non-executive level? Are you an executive level employee? Or are you a small CRO executive team ownership or employee of a smaller CRO? So if you're an employee, what you wanna think about is are you sponsor billable or not? Now, what, is, what, is that, what does that mean for all of you guys that don't know what that means? That means on your timesheet every week, are you putting in time codes for the sponsor to directly pay for the work that you do, for the work that you provide and the value that you bring? Is the sponsor directly paying for you? And if that's the case, then you're in good luck because your job is most likely safe. And that's because when the merger or acquisition takes place, that project is still going to be running because that benefits the company. That gives the company more money in their pocket. They're not going to be cutting projects just because of a merger. They want more and more projects. They want more business. So you're safe if you're in a sponsor billable role. Now, if you're in a non-sponsor billable role, your job might not be as safe because there's going to probably be some overlap with the other CRO or whatever you're merging with for your role. So you might not be as safe. But if you're in a sponsor billable role, you're a lot more safe. The second thing you've got to think about is, are you an executive level employee of one of the companies that's merging? Now, most people might think that because you're an executive, you're way high up on the food chain, that your job is always safe. If it's not safe, then you're going to get some high level uh, compensation package for you to go out the door. And while that might be the case, that, that could be possible, but is your job safe with the current company and current structure? And now that is not as clear as people might think. There's a lot of uncertainty that goes in on a merger. Who's going to be the CEO? Who's going to be the next set of leadership? Who's going to be the leadership on the way down? 
So leadership isn't always no. So there's a lot of uncertainty there. So your job might be safe, might not be safe. And I know that's not a pretty direct answer, but just for everyone else that to understand, there's a lot of uncertainty with the leadership when two companies are merging. There's a lot more revenue that comes in on a monthly and yearly basis, a lot bigger organization, a lot bulkier and heavier. Maybe they want to, the executive team wants to slim down a little bit. They want to cut down the organization, make it lean and mean. Or maybe they just want to keep it and keep it how it is when they merge the two companies. So there's a lot of things that the executive team has to think about when they're merging two behemoths together. Now, the third thing you got to think about is, do you work for a smaller company, a smaller CRO? And if that's the case, initially, you might be in trouble in the short term because a larger behemoth, a larger CRO is going to be able to bring in more business just because they're bigger. They're going to have more product and service offerings just because they're bigger. They have more money to play with, so they're bigger. But that might not necessarily be a bad thing for the smaller CRO. You have to think about where your advantages are. And where your advantages are is speed. And speed is a huge advantage. Because if you know in football or basketball, they always want somebody who's fast. They always want a burner who can who they can throw it up the ball down the field and catch the ball and beat the defense for a big huge play. So you've got to think about yourself in that in that scenario. You're small, you're swift and nimble. You can make changes quickly. For example, Facebook ads are very underrepresented, are very underrepresented, which means you can, for a little amount of money, you can have a big impact on Facebook. So you can more quickly make the decision to, to use Facebook for just advertising, patient recruitment, you name it. You can use that and you can make those decisions faster. Um, a bigger CRO is not going to be as likely to take advantage of something like that. For example, you can use Twitch for uh, patient recruitment. You can use some of these new uh, social media platforms and other platforms for your advantage in a CRO space. And we can teach you guys how to do that. You can just email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. A uh, small plug right there. But as a smaller CRO, you have advantages as well even though you may not be as big or as another CRO. And that's fine. So in the short term, more business might be going to the larger companies at first because they have the infrastructure to drive more business to them and more products and services. But in the long term, you have time to adapt. You can acquire other smaller companies, make yourself bigger. There are things you can do to make yourself a bigger player in the industry, even though uh, some companies just got bigger in the in the industry and potentially made it harder for you in the short term. Now, one of the things I think about as an employee of a CRO is I typically don't like mergers and acquisitions from the employee mindset because it creates it's one step closer to a monopoly. And monopolies are very bad in any space, not just the CRO space, but any space because it drives down competition and it decreases employee uh, benefits, it decreases employee leverage. You now can't, you, do, you now don't have as many options to leave if you are unhappy with your environment. So if you wanna work at a large CRO, well because of the INC Inventive merger, you just, you just got one less CRO you can work for if you're unhappy with one of them, just to use that as an example. Um, so that decreases employee leverage and I'm not a big fan of that. 
because more people are going to be employees than the actual business owners and executive team. Now, of course, the company will try and spin it by saying that it's going to create more opportunity for growth and career advancement. But I beg to differ, quite frankly. So, I mean, from the from the CR, from the CEO and executive team perspective, there is a reason why they wanted to do the acquisition or merger in the first place. And that was most likely to offer more products and services that they weren't able to offer before or have more talent or have there's some reason why they wanted it or decrease competition in the work in the in the environment in the space there's some reason that's going to ultimately give them more money and a lot of times that money does not trickle down to the employees many times it doesn't do that so i think when mergers and acquisitions happen employees you've got to be wary because that decreases your options and leverage in the workplace and the only thing that keeps your wages and benefits and salaries high is competition all right, guys, hope you liked this video. Please drop a like or a comment down below. What do you guys think about mergers and acquisitions? Even if you're not in pharma or in the CRO space, drop, drop a comment down below. Tell me if you agree or disagree. What do you think about mergers and acquisitions in your field? Even though this channel is more geared to clinical research and pharma, hopefully we make some content that applies to anybody and everybody because I think a lot of people can identify with some of the stuff we produce. So I appreciate you guys if you go ahead and hit that red subscribe button down below. Email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. All right, take care, guys.